you're listening to Boss Up, the podcast for purpose-driven entrepreneurs, creatives, and side hustlers. I'm your host, Jessica Alexander. I'm the founder and CEO of Operation Evolve, an author, speaker, coach, and the creator of Boss Babes Brunch Tour. It's my personal mission to help you gain clarity, discover your passions, and walk in your purpose. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Boss Up Podcast. Today we are talking about your words and how they can either tear down people or help them triumph. They can also tear down your business or help you triumph in business also. And the inspiration behind today's episode is the baby. Now, unless you've been under a rock for the past week, you've seen some artist, some clips, something on social media or on your regular news feed about what happened, what happened during his performance at Rolling Loud. He made some remarks, and if you haven't heard them, here they are. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the uh. Lady, if you like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas, lights up. Fellas, if you ain't suck in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up. Let's be up. real about this. Yeah, keep it real. Some of y'all are suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. Light up. Put a hand in the air with a cell phone in and turn the light on if you special too. Who the threw that motherfucking bust ass goddamn Adidas? Now, after this clip went viral, he the backlash was crazy. I mean, it was on every single blog, every single page. Everyone was chiming in on this, even Madonna, even Elton John. And then he started getting canceled from all these festivals and shows that he was previously booked for, such as Lollapalooza. And yeah, today I just really want to talk about Not what he was saying, not why he was saying it, or even what my opinion on the entire situation is, because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. What I will be talking about is the importance of being mindful of what you say as the face of your brand. As a U.S. citizen, we always talk about our First Amendment rights and free speech this and free speech that, but rarely are we as boisterous when it comes to the potentially negative consequences of that free speech. And especially now where everyone has a social media platform, whether you have five followers or five million, everyone has a platform and everyone believes that they have this right to share whatever they want on these platforms that they have been given. And today I want to talk about what this situation means to you as an entrepreneur. So I want you to just to just tap in and listen. It's a short episode today, but it's really important that we understand this concept of what we say and how it can affect our our businesses. How can it affect our potential clientele and how it can affect our bottom line? So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so as we're getting to today's episode, I was thinking about the situation with the baby, and I was thinking about the importance of taming the tongue. And it's made me think about this chapter out of the book of James. I promise you, this is not a churchy podcast. No altar calls will take place at the end of the podcast. 
but I wanted to share this entire chapter or at least a part of it. I might read the whole thing. We'll see how I'm feeling. But this is about taming the tongue and this is the direction that we're going to be going in in today's episode. So here it goes. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put the bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we got their bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great is a forest? It, how great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set amongst, among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life. For every kind of bird and beast of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord, and with it, we curse people who were made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. All right. So the main part of this this entire chapter I really wanted to hone in on as far as the topic of today's conversation is we have to be able to learn how to control what we say. In the scripture, it talks about how a small spark can light an entire forest on fire just like a small word or what you think can be a small word, or just a small little 30 second clip of you saying something at a concert can set ablaze your entire career. And right now we're seeing that manifest in the baby. And like I said, I'm not getting into the hows, whys or what happens or even, even any predictions of what's going to happen in the future for the baby. But I want to talk about taming the tongue today. And I really want to put this in context as to what this is going to mean for you as an entrepreneur. As I promise, this is short, sweet to the point. So let's lean in. So the first thing when it comes to this is that some stuff is just better left unsaid. I was not I didn't listen to the entire um, concert. I didn't view the entire set that he performed. But what I do know is that that part could have been left out. There's some memes that have been going around that says the baby would have been better off by just saying, put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. There's some things that are really better left unsaid. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we are now in a time where we have platforms where we can post things. We can post photos. We can blast um, our consumers or blast people who we had a bad experience with online. It's easy now. And a lot of times we think that the, the things that we want to jump out and say really quickly are so relevant and so important for everything to know, but for everyone to know. But what we don't recognize is that we are potentially 
we're potentially setting ourselves up to blow up, to light up, to burn up what we've been building over the past few weeks, months, or years. So there's some things that are better left unsaid. Yes, as an entrepreneur, you're going to have terrible experiences. Yes, as an entrepreneur, you're going to have really bad days. And again, we talk about free speech. You do have the right to put whatever you want on your social media platform. But as I stated earlier, you need to be ready to deal with the potentially negative consequences that will follow. Everything does not have to be stated. And it definitely doesn't have to be put online. And when you have larger platforms, as it says, the larger the platform, the larger your responsibility is. And even when it comes to celebrities, when it comes to influencers, you'll often hear them say, you know, well, I'm not here to be anybody's role model. I'm not here to be this or that. Regardless of what you think you're supposed to be, when you put yourself on a public platform, you are now influencing people. And if there are people saying that, okay, this is not going to work out, you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Sometimes it's best left to keep quiet. And there are certain instances where this isn't even in a negative context. Sometimes you have to be able to keep quiet about some of the ideas you have. Sometimes you have to keep quiet about some innovative things that you think could make your product or some other people's products better before you're able to test it, patent it, get it, you know, own it, own that property, own that intellectual property because people be quick to steal. The bad grammar was on purpose. So not only need to be careful about the negative things you're saying or just the, the random opinions you feel like you want to just throw out there, you also need to be really careful about speaking on your intellectual property, speaking on upcoming projects when you don't have the legal things in place because it could negatively impact you in the future. Some things are better left unsaid. When it comes to the things that you might feel frustrated about or you feel like you want to blast somebody online, ask yourself if this is going to be important five weeks from now, five minutes from now, five hours from now, or are you just reacting emotionally in the moment? If that's the case, it's better left unsaid or directly brought to the person, the organization that you are having that issue with. When it comes to ideas, ask yourself, do I trust the people that I'm sharing this with? Is it wise for me to throw this out there and let people know what, I have, what I'm working on? Some things are better left unsaid, period. The second thing is that when you choose to speak out on certain topics, the market will always have a final say. So as I spoke about, and I'll say it again, there are potential, potentially negative consequences that will come behind the words you choose to say. The commentary you choose to post. There are negative consequences. And even if you think, oh, it's not that big a deal, or such and such says something similar to that, the market gets to determine how how the what the response is going to be. And although I know that if the baby was confirmed at a lot of these places, I'm sure there were contracts in place and there may be within the contracts where they're able to fully cancel him and not have to give him a dime. And he may have to give back these deposits. He may have to give back all the things that were given to him based off of what was stated in the contracts. But at the end of the day, what he's now dealing with is the backlash, and it's because the market is pressuring for that. 
right now it's a hot topic of conversation and the market is saying, we don't want anyone like this at our shows. We don't want anyone who has these beliefs at our shows. We want him canceled. And a lot of these concerts and a lot of these festivals who may not even be feeling any of the heat of it because they don't want to have to deal with any backlash on their end, they are moving in advance and saying, you know what? We're going to take a chill pill on having him here and we're going to go ahead and remove him from the lineup. So you have to think about that when you're choosing to speak out, because if it is something controversial, if it is something that will have any type of backlash, you have to be ready to deal with what the market is, how the market is going to handle you. And I think about situations like this, especially since what he said was, you know, a lot of the LGBTQIA plus communities are speaking out on this. I think back to Chick-fil-A. And even though I don't think Chick-fil-A has lost too much money, but simply because the owner gave money out of his own private money, it wasn't even um, affiliated with Chick-fil-A. He gave his own private funds to organizations that do not support gay marriage. Because of that, the LGBTQ plus community was just like, well, Chick-fil-A is an organization that doesn't support us, so we're not going to support them. And to this day, I know people who are a part of that community who refuse to eat at Chick-fil-A. Refuse. Now, like I said, I don't know if a whole bunch of market shares have been taken from this, but if you were, if you recall back when the um, back in the early, late like 2009, 2010, 2011, when there were starting to allow gay marriage and gay marriage in states. And there were a lot of people who were part of the wedding industry, whether it be cakes, whether it be venues, whether it be photography, videography services, they, they, their stance was, we are not servicing this type of client. And the community rallied against them. And these businesses lost a lot of money. They faced a lot of backlash. And Again, you never know what's going to happen when you put a bold stance out there, when you speak on certain topics. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that the market will have a final say and it can and will impact your income to a certain extent. And as an entrepreneur, you need to be ready to deal with that. The next thing is that your intent can and will be misconstrued if there's an opportunity for it to take place. And this is a, I mean, a simple point, but at the end of the day, I'm very certain. Well, actually, I can't speak on to what his thoughts were, but I'm pretty sure that he was not intentionally trying to offend a group of people, even though, you know, I'm listening to it. I'm just like, come on now, because he put out a statement because he doubled down on what he said initially and was trying to, you know, letting it be known that he was not intentionally trying to offend anyone or that his, his statements weren't even directed at a certain community, whatever his statements were. I, I can't remember. And I don't have the clip to share on the podcast, but he doubled down on what he said and was letting the, the public know that he was not out here trying to offend people. He was letting people know that he has people who are part of the community come to his concerts in the front wall all the time, that he loves them. But at the end of the day, you said what you said and you can't take back words. Intent can be misconstrued. 
I was about to share a little story about a time where words were said to me that the person who said them thought they were misconstrued, but I'll say that for another podcast episode. But at the end of the day, when you say something, perception is reality. So even if I say something in a joking way, I think back to when I used to work in a restaurant and mind you, if you work in a restaurant, you may have a little sarcastic streak that happens every now and then because people be crazy. But, you know, sometimes I'll say something to a customer and I've gotten complaints back that they thought that I was being rude. <laughs> and, you know, when my manager would call me and I'm like, well, I didn't mean it that way. I was just joking because X, Y and Z happened. But I think about it all the time. Perception is reality. And just because I, I believe it a certain way, how it's received by the the um, the other party is up to them and I cannot force someone to perceive something a certain way. So it's really important for you to, to recognize that sometimes, even if you have a pure heart, even if you have pure intentions with what you say and how you want your business to be run, sometimes the way that you manage it, the way that you manage your words, the way that you manage your customer relations, how quickly you respond to issues, the way in which you, re you respond to issues, the tone that can choose, that can determine how um, it's received by the end, the other party. So intention can be misconstrued. However, perception is reality. And if you don't have that in mind, as you are building your business, growing your brand, um, interacting with consumers, you could be setting yourself up for failure if you don't keep that front of mind. Today's episode of the Boss Up Podcast is being brought to you by Boss Up, Pursue Your Purpose with Confidence. This book is the perfect and practical tool for the person who knows their purpose, but needs a plan of action. This is definitely the book that I wish someone had given me back when I was a car salesperson trying to figure it all out. I have every single thing outlined for you chapter by chapter with action steps at the end of each chapter that you can use. You can find this book on Amazon or at OperationEvolve.com. All right, so the fourth thing that I want to talk about is that it really only takes one bad move to ruin everything. And I'm maybe a little dramatic with saying ruin everything because I do believe that we are all capable of bouncing back when we make mistakes. So I don't want it to seem like, you know, if you make one mistake, it's doomed, you're doomed, your business is done, and you're never going to make another dime again. However, it does take one, it takes one bad move to set you 10 steps back. Right now, there are very few people who are going to put the baby on a the stage. There are very few people who are going who are looking to invite him in, unless it's one of the groups who, you know, there might be some people who are a part of this movement who feel like you know, there are some people right now who have platforms who believe that everyone is so overly sensitized and so on and so forth. So they believe that he deserves to still have his platform, so on and so forth. And there's, again, their prerogative, but nothing mainstream per se is really trying to touch the baby right now. And because his audience is more of a mainstream audience, they're going to follow suit as well. And again, I don't think that the baby's going to be down bad too long. I say maybe six months max and, you know, he'll get back into the good graces. I'm pretty sure his PR team, you know, they've already put out a another apology letter. 
They're doing things to ensure that he gets back in the good graces of his his audience, his fans. And I don't see him, like I said, I don't see him down bad for like six months. Any Anything more than that, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but with that being said, I wanted to throw another scripture. I promise you, not church, you know, altar call, but there's this proverb 13, three, it says, whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. Whoever opens wide his lips comes to ruin. It goes back to the first thing I said about everything does not have to be spoken out loud. Okay. Sometimes you've got to be quiet, but it's really important for you to recognize that sometimes just throwing it out there, not minding what you say, not taking time to analyze in your head what you're going to say to a customer, what you're going to say to an audience, what you're going to say on your social media, not taking time to analyze those things before you let them leave your mouth, before you make that post. That one post can mess you up. That one statement can mess things up for you. So take some time to think before you speak. Okay. So one thing, like I talked about that one spark can light up the whole forest. You know, I remember there was a forest, like there was a fire in California because someone had a gender reveal party. One little spark caused all these people to lose their homes, lose everything. One bad decision, one bad move can mess things up for you in your business. Trust me. The next thing is, if you find yourself in a situation like this, get in front of the situation. I think with baby's PR team and I think with him as an individual, because they did not think that it was as, you know, they were like, well, this isn't a big deal. You know, they doubled down. He doubled down when he put out his secondary statement. And I think it's really important for people to get in front of situations before they go out of control. And if you find yourself in a position where, dang, I messed up or I could have handled that customer experience a little bit better or they didn't have that great of a time at my event or they didn't have a great of a time with my customer service team or they did not enjoy the food at my restaurant that well. So what can I do to make sure that this is right? And before I go into this even deeper, I do know that sometimes we have this customer is always right mentality here in the States. Trust me, after working in the restaurant industry for almost a decade, I can tell you that a lot of people do come in with some shenanigans, but I will say that the easier you can get in front of a situation, the the better it's going to be for the end consumer. For example, like I share multiple times, I used to work at Olive Garden during college. And, you know, if you know that there's a long ticket time or if you know that you know, we run out of an item or maybe I forget, forgot to put an order in, whatever. I messed up. The kitchen messed up. Someone messed up. But at the end of the day, we don't want to have the customer blast us online. I don't want to get, get, go to corporate and see that they put a negative review of me because I wasn't trying to get fired. I don't want them to talk to my manager because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want them to ask for it to be taken off their bill because that's going to affect my tip. So there are things that I don't want to happen. So in order for me to ensure that it doesn't happen, even if I messed up, I have to get in front of the situation. Hey, such and such happened. The food's taking a little bit longer than lo longer than normal, but we're going to go ahead and bring you out some more salad and breadsticks to hold you over. Or we'll we'll take off the appetizer because trust me, it's a lot easier to take off a little seven dollar appetizer versus taking off, you know, four 15 to 20 dollar entrees. 
Now, mind you, this is college, okay? So get in front of the situation. How can we make it better before it blows out of proportion? You know, we don't want to make mountains out of molehills here. So how can we make the situation better? Get in front of it. Get in front of your customer sending, putting a negative review online. Get in front of your customer blasting you to their thousands of followers on social media. Get in front of the one-star review on your Facebook page. Get in front of it, okay? Get in front of it. And even if you don't get in front of it, do what you can do to rectify the situation as quickly as possible. As quickly as possible so that you can move on. And the bonus thing in this is that despite all of it, you still have to choose to bounce back and boss up again. You know, this is the Boss Up podcast for a reason, because at the end of the day, no one runs a perfect business. And even though social media will have you thinking that everyone's business is perfect, the ones that have all the followers, all the positive people in their comments, they're getting thousands of likes, thousands of comments on every single post. Their membership is always sold out. Their products are always sold out. They're always getting booked for this. They're always getting booked for that. And you're just looking at yours and you're just like, man, I messed up. I'm never going to get there. Even those people who are looking and they're thriving in their success right now, they've been in moments where you are, where you where they've messed up, where they've made mistakes, and they'll continue to do that. The difference between the successful entrepreneurs and those who revel and sit in their failures, sit in the things that did not work out for them, sit in the negative customer reviews is that the successful people move past it. They don't allow their failures to identify them, to consume them, to define them. And you don't need to do the same either. We're all going to no, we can't please everyone. That's one fact of life. Someone's always going to have something to say. But in situations where we can control the outcome, where we can when we can get in front of it, we have to do so. But at the end of the day, it is so, so important as an entrepreneur that First things first, we watch how we speak, how we speak to customers, how we speak to our social media audience, the words we say. We live in a global community now and we live in a space where things, everyone has an opportunity to speak on your brand. Everyone has an opportunity to post a review. Everyone has an opportunity to share their opinions and we don't need to run rampant with it. Yes, the First Amendment exists. Yes, we have freedom of speech, but yes, there are consequences to everything that we do, whether it be positive or negative. So just to repeat what I shared in today's episode so that you can have it ingrained in your brain. Some things are better left unsaid. The market will always have a final say. Your intent can be misconstrued. It only takes one bad move to ruin everything. When it's possible, get in front of the situation and remember to boss up and bounce back whenever you find yourself in a, in a situation where you messed up because you said or did the wrong thing with your audience. There's nothing you can't bounce back from. And I hope today's episode was beneficial to you. I'm really excited for what's to come up with Operation Evolve and with me. And I'm really excited to continue to bring you more content. If there's if there are more things that you want to hear out of the Boss Up podcast, please slide into my DMs. I want to create incredible content. I'm trying to stay consistent and making sure that you have something new and fresh um, released every single week. So if there's something that you're wanting to hear, please let me know. I'm wanting this podcast to grow and to flourish. So I'm here for you all. And I hope that you have a wonderful week and I'll see you again soon.
Have a good one, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. If you found today's podcast episode helpful, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share with your tribe. Also, check out coaching programs and upcoming events from our website, operationevolve.com. The link is in the show notes. We'll see you next week.